Hi, Julia. Hi, Katie. Welcome to another episode of Getting Getting Literate. Literate. Yeah. I'm Julia. I'm Katie. And uh, what are we reading this week? We read um, Blow. Yes. And what are we drinking this week? We are drinking, I think you call them marble G&Ts? Yeah. Yeah. Which are G&Ts that look like marbles, which is really fun. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Blow is a novella. I actually wrote a... uh, yeah thing this week perfect i love to read it or i can i was just gonna say it's like it's it's not a oh. whole book oh but it's then in you a can book do this little preface while i yeah up by uh, my summary yeah because it's yeah blow on its own i'm sure it's a book somewhere but it's not the that's not the one we read because this is a novella in a collection of four novellas by an author daniel nayuri um so don't go looking for blow yeah, like in general don't do that yeah, but also that. <laughs> um yeah it's straw house woodhouse brickhouse blow is the actual name of the, the book which is a very long very long title very long title too long and also the names of the things inside but the book jacket the book jacket references them by those names but then the names of the things inside have different titles and i'm like that's it's, interesting it's so confusing that's not that confusing you know which one's which yeah 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 so so anyway this is what blow is about (laughs) so the grimly humorous novella blow composed entirely on iphone delivers a shakespearean love story that brings together two feuding artisan families using contemporary tropes to explore timeless themes blow is (laughs) narrated by death himself Mm -hmm. who turns out to be a hero who might steal your heart in more ways than one Oh, that's good. That's good, Julia. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute. It's a cute little novella. It's all the things. It's all the things that you just said. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm going to laugh every time we say blow Blow. because it just makes – it's funny. We're doing blow today. Yeah, we did blow this week. Like, it's just – it's funny to me. I'm just laughing. We're hilarious. Um, How much did you like this, Julia? Yes. Because I'm going to guess that you liked it like four and a half. Is it because you can see my notes? No, I can't see your notes. Oh, then yeah. Nice. Either way, it's a guess. So I get to drink. You get to drink. Cheers. Cheers. I made a good drink this week. Oh my God. Yeah. It's actually like, it's because it's a G&T. So (laughs) yeah. I had to play it safe. Yeah. Which I appreciate. I appreciate after the fucking month that we just had. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm still thinking about the fact that one night we went out and had, um, not went out, we were in your home drinking tequila and (laughs) Jaeger. Like, as if that was a choice that we really made. Well, well, you made it. You made that I choice, I made that actually. choice. Yeah, I was. I, I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. It was tequila and Jaeger. I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. It was tequila and Jaeger. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Uh, I think you liked it 4.5 many as well. I actually like it 5. You like it it's 5, five. many? Yeah, part of it is nostalgia reason. Re- I can't talk tonight. Reasons. Um, that was because I've read this. I read this a long time ago. Oh, this book for you. Yeah, I think I was like 14 when Aww, I first read it. Cute. So part of it's like, it's been in my life a long time. But yeah, five five stars. Cool. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear my other reasons why it's five stars? Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Um, How else are we going to fill up time? Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> um, I really like the chapter titles. I'm a huge fan They're of the chapter fun. titles, They're especially fun. chapter four. Where's the book? Um, which is called yeah. Because She Could Not Stop For Me. Because it's narrated by Death, right? Right. And that's the name of the uh, Emily Dickinson poem, Because I Could Not Stop For Death. 
Uh, it sounds just like a slut for Emily Dickinson, like in the first. Who isn't? I love her yeah, so much. I know, right? There's that really. That's on great... my Christmas list. By the way, mom, I want an Emily Dickinson poetry book. Do you just want my copy? <laughs> no. Um, no, I know. And uh, yeah, so there's a really great series on Apple TV called Dickinson, which is all about her, and it's just it's great. It's great. Her and her um, roommate, who was definitely just her. Roommate. Oh no, they fuck. And Mitski plays in the background. It's fantastic. The joke I was making, actually. No, I know, but I needed to, like, emphasize just how incredibly gay it is and how much I love it. It's great. It's her brother's uh, fiancé, actually. Um, But, yeah, so that's – I'm a big fan of the chapter titles. Start there. That one's my fave. (laughs) But chapter titles in general are just great. Um, Katie's desperately trying to read her tiny <laughs> trying to writing read my on little... her little sticky note. Yeah. Oh, and then this quote, because it starts out with death, like, he's like, here's me. Here's a little bit about me before I get into this. But And he's just, like, kind of like that throughout the whole thing. Death. So, sorry, to be clear, the first chapter where death is like, here's a little bit about me is yes. on your best? Not the whole chapter, but just this one passage from it. Um. Because, yeah, so he's... I think it's from the first chapter. I think so. He's like, and here's what I get for the trouble. Reputation is the ultimate bad guy. I mean, the ghost of Christmas future, come on. A black cloak, a skeletal hand, a sickle that's just libelous. I'm a vegetarian since it's your business. I take pictures of my bunny sleeping in my house slippers. I collect precious moments dinnerware. I mean, really, I'm bleeding here. You cut me. I just think that's fucking hilarious. It is funny. Like, just the fact that it opens and it's like, yes, this is narrated by death. But also, he's like the lamest person you know. Yeah. I'm like, that's that's so funny to me. That's just so funny to me. I think it's just like a strong open. You're going to have to drink. That's really hurtful. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not mad about drinking. I'm never going to be mad about drinking, but. Unless I serve you just, Jagger and tequila. Yeah, unless you serve me Jagger. Or, or black tea and gin. <laughs> just gin and black tea. Mm-hmm. Yum. <laughs> what else horrible thing? Oh, you didn't like the red wine. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't drink it. It gives me a headache. It makes my face red. So drinking red wine is a struggle for me. Why did you drink it? Because it was for the aesthetic, Julia. You could have said, can I please have white? Because that, that's disrespectful, Julia. <laughs> if someone offers you a drink in their home, you don't say, no, ew, yucky, As give me something else. your house, too. No, you literally I know. walked in yesterday, and I thought you were my sister. Like, the only reason I was Damn. like is that really my sister was because you said hi and I was like oh that's so weird that Jess is saying hi but I was oh like god. oh my god hey and then my mom was like oh my god hey Katie and I was like oh shit that's Katie Damn. yeah it's Katie Maybe yeah I pay attention instead of like actively putting up walls yeah <laughs> well I mean look like I I not only like basically live here this is also our recording space so I feel like I have a right yeah um but yeah anyways so <laughs> right top three back to the top three <laughs> It's we're gonna be very off topic today. I have a feeling. Um, yeah, I really love that Giacomo knows French. Sorry, sorry. Can you say that again? Not him, not him. I fucked it up, so I'm not gonna say it again. What Babo? Babo knows French, and Pierre knows Italian. I think that's adorable. To send each other hate mail. Yes. So fucking funny because yeah, they're like the dads who are like Giacomo. they hate each other. Don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> it's really rude of you to do this to me. Look, I'm saying I didn't call you up for saying other shit wrong other times yeah i'm sure you did i'm sure i did in my head but you know what i didn't do it on air so you're not going to do this to me this time i swear to god bitch it's like i have the power to edit this out it's the half the reason i did not read the godfather for this fucking thing i was like i don't want to be yelled at for the way i pronounce people's names no it wasn't but like 
You come that's into my house. That certainly was brought across my mind. Giacomo Giacomo. That's how it's fucking spelled. You come into my home. That's how it's fucking spelled. On the day spelled. of my father's that's birthday. That's how it's fucking spelled. And he's not Italian. Giacomo. Where do you think his mother came from, okay? She was born in Guelph, but her parents were born in Italy. Bit right I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't even know. I might just go home. This is the next episode. This is episode. the episode of Getting Literate. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, before we tear this friendship apart, um, right. those were my top three. I like that the two dads, as they will now formally be known, and the kid with the funky name is gonna be the dude. Coco. Um, no, I don't like that. I and hate Clo-Clo. that he's called that. I hate Clo-Clo and Clo-Clo. Oh, sickening. Oh, yeah. um, I almost made my worst, to be honest. Honestly, yeah, they're a little gross. Yeah. But yeah, those are my top three. What's on your top three? So I can drink now and and stop embarrassing myself. <laughs> um, I love it when Giacomo mm. hugs death and death I'm gonna cries. Drink. I'm going to make a new uh, new drinking game where every time you... Are, I'm pretentious in Italian. Yeah. Yeah. No, every time you're Italian, I drink. So. I know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, so when he hugs death and he cries. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. I it was so fun. I loved it. You actually get to drink for that one. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is it's like a eh, it's a it's a half drink. Okay. Yeah. I have a little tip. Um. When the prince is a translator. Oh my fucking like, god. That's yeah. so fucking funny. Where they're like, wait, he's like literally like, I'm gonna fucking kill you both. Yeah. And then. And then, like, Chloe and, uh... Yeah, he's, like, to Chloe, like, I'm gonna kill you. That was my attempt at a French accent. You're nice. welcome. Yeah, I'm embarrassing you. myself on air. That's good. Um, That's good. I feel less shitty about myself uh-huh. now. And Clo- and then Jack was like, what did you just... So he's like, what did you just say? Hey, <laughs> I didn't understand oh that. And uh, the prince is like, so I just said this. I'm gonna kill you. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And they're like, wait. You speak the other language. They can't communicate, but they're in love. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. And so they're like, oh, my God, tell her she has the prettiest smile. Oh, yeah. It slides right into fucking disgusting. Yeah. Barfworthy. Absolutely. Just imagine being a prince and you're just, like, so full of yourself. And then they're like, oh, my God, can you just, like, translate for me? You're, like, literally threatening these people's lives. And they're like, oh, wait. (laughs) And then he kind of goes along with it for a second. Which is so fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then my third best was uh, Death Narration. He's a funny guy. Oh, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. He's so funny. He's so funny. He's also poetic as hell. He is. Yeah. I really like him. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Good bests. Thank you. Good bests. Yeah, you had to do a half drink for the moment with um, the little dude and uh, Death because I don't love how his mom dies. That made me sad. Like, that was a sad fucking scene. It was very sad. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, also, love death. Love his narration. The way he talks about Chloe, creepy as fuck, bro. Oh, I hate it creepy so as much. fuck. She's 17. Drink. Ew. Ew. He keeps like mentioning, like, oh, she had this little freckle right on her elbow. And I'm like, stop looking at her. Yeah. I know technically you're t- ageless, but also that makes you really old. Mm-hmm. Yucky. It's like Edward Cullen. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, no, I know. And at first it's like, like when you don't think about the fact that she's 17, you're like, hi, yeah, she's super beautiful. But then you're like, dude, dude, she's 17. You're being icky. You're being gross. That's an ick alert, buddy. Yeah. Yucky. I get, like, I don't know how we're going to translate the fact that she is 
gorgeous otherwise, but oh no, not like this. Uh-uh. Not like this. She missed two years, but still, uh Honestly, she didn't age for two years. Uh-uh. So, That's yuck. Worse. Yuck. Um, also the prince. You I want him? more of him. Oh, good. The fact Thank that he God. doesn't get any speaking lines. So funny. So fucking funny. But also, I want, I wanted to hear that. Like, I wanted him to be just absolutely fucking atrocious and. Like Lord Farquaad. But, like, worse. Yeah. Like, Frat Boy Farquaad. Oh, give us Frat Boy Farquaad. Another movie to add to our... Uh, oh, cheers. Yeah. Growing list Which is, this is our, like, movie production studio. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Getting Literate Studios. Um, we have movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's trademarked, Julia. We're going to get copyright infringement. The bump of Yeah. They, tra- they trademarked it. From the, from the... Fo- yeah. That's a trademark noise. So is the beep on like an Apple computer and the Windows startup sound. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Companies protect their fucking shit. Cool. It's a whole thing. Anyways. Yeah. So. Hi. Hi. Yeah. I wanted more of the, I wanted more of Frat Boy Farquaad because he was fucking funny. He was funny. Um, But I did not get enough of him. And so that's on my worst because he did not get to say a goddamn single thing. It's kind of like, um. You know, in some of those movies where, like, like those Austin Power montages with, like, the dick-shaped rocket, and every time they, like, someone goes to describe it, they cut to a new scene with someone saying, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That would be the vibe in our movie that we made a frat boy. Yes, of course. Blood. Of course. I also think it might be, like, in Charlie Brown, how, like, when all of the parents talk, it's like, wah, 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 yeah. like that, but it's, like, party noises. Like, that it's like a rave, so like funny. rave music every yeah. time he opens his mouth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. Like, it's yeah. both somehow. Because yeah. he does have a couple lines. Yeah. So, anyways. I love this vision. We're storyboarding. I love it. But let me... <laughs> tell our me podcast. More. Back yeah. to our podcast. Back to our podcast. Um, Your worst three. Did you say your worst three? Yeah, I did. All three of them. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so... Do a recap if you'd like. No, it's okay. I got okay. them. Um, I didn't like some of Dad's narration. Like, some of it was mm. the best. Some of it, like, his humor, off, like, off the charts. So good. Oh, my God, yeah. But the Chloe thing, ick. Yeah. And sometimes he was too much. I'm like, this is a little forced death. Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. the opening chapter put a sour taste in my mouth. I was like, really? Oh, I was just, like, going into this, and I was like, oh, my God, and death is narrating. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. Expected, like, death, death, and then we got this death, and I was just like. Oh, yeah, no, much different vibe than, like, we're going to make this? dark uh-huh yeah yeah so she's yeah like, well it was a weird opening for me it's a bit of a whiplash yeah yeah if, especially because of the way i described it to you i was like and it's narrated by death and you were like yes katie likes pretentious indie shit exactly so we are cutting off halloween yeah yeah that's fair that's fair mm-hmm. that's fair still mourning it mm-hmm. um there's this one part of the book where uh dora when mm. when chloe dies and dora is like saying oh my god girly like how you look so youthful yeah and then she you know she's talking about placenta, like people selling placenta, but she calls yeah. it polenta. Does Ooh. she? Yeah. I did not pick up on that. Yuck. My Italian senses. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Caught that. Oh, drink. Drinking. And um, for everyone at home, please drink. And then the ending was really sappy. It was like, ugh, boring. Mm-hmm. It was corny as hell. It, it was, was corny, corny as, hell. as hell. Yeah, it almost made my worst, but I was like, nah, it's cute. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. 
Yeah, although there were some funny lines. Like, let's tell me more. Bit. Give me some quotes. Churros, get your churros. Oh my God. Hot churros, not burro. There's sticks you can eat. It's not so fucking funny. I know. I love it. I love it because it's like a weird like mix of like because like Babo and Pierre mm-hmm. make fucking marbles and fake flowers like silk flowers that people put in like vases in their homes like it's like shitty like mid-tier home decor it's so, so it's all funny. kinds of like shit like but it's also supposed to be like medieval europe <laughs> and so there's shit like that where it's like yeah we're gonna talk about stuff from like the 21st century but like it's gonna be with this funny little like skewed lens where yeah. it's like this is new but it's also not but it is like it's it's really i don't know i love shit like that and that that line exactly it's very fun yeah. and then you have like these great lines that are kind of like poetic like it's a grave world full of last rites and ghosts are what we breathe okay joe i love it so awesome i have a similar one okay because it's kind of like walking this funny line between like this is hilarious and then also it's like kind of poetic and i think daniel mary really he does that really well especially because it's such a short novella right um but so there's just this one bit and so his name's not babo why i think his name was babo babo you sure yeah like all those other things the rancor of giovanni and pierre had to expire eventually. Well, like, it's, it's like, both, right? It's, that's yeah. his nickname, is Bobble. Okay, well, I'm going to call him Bobble. That's easier for me to pronounce. Yeah. Um, but let's not jump to postmortem theoreticals just yet. There's a lot of story in between angels and autopsy. I love that. It's really good. Like, and it's like, that's funny. Yeah. But, like, it's also, like, cute. I don't know. I just really, I love so much of this. Like, so much of it is the writing. So much of it. Also, so funny because, like, um, they're both, like, single fathers, which I thought was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, Madame Vouvray slapping Pierre. Oh, my God. So funny. Yeah. So she's like, funny. I'm leaving. He's like, you have a daughter. And she's like, how dare you mention that to me? Like, her daughter, her infant daughter, two days old. He's yeah. like, oh, ew. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my face with that. <laughs> Disgusting. Get off my back. Literally have another quote please the thing is to be star-crossed you have to start on opposite ends of the universe you have to give yourself up to some purposeful arc hurtling you through the years of black lonely space you have to burn with some fire that doesn't burn you up but doesn't let you shuffle inertly along either when you see that other star flying at you from the other side of the sky you have to smash into it with a violent force that absolutely disintegrates your old self and becomes some new composite some creation the world has never seen the incompatible parts shuffle off like so much drifting space dust. Insecurities, overdeveloped prides and humilities, forgotten manners, they're like the pockmarked craters on a meteor. And at the moment of impact, they are filled to completion with the Earth, the other star, like the two of you were made to collide. It's so beautiful. Like, I just love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole idea of being, like, star-crossed and then actually, like, translating it to, like, a, like extending that metaphor so good just so good so good i know i'm looking at my phone because i also have some like also <laughs> oh yeah wanna what it's, i was like oh my god i also have something like that no it was the it's exact the same thing yeah yep. it's the same quote. i think we get to drink for that yeah yeah cheers cheers um yeah there's mm. mm-hmm. i don't have a, the full quote but there's also the bit when like um the guy and chloe meet for the first time like they Aww. just like lock eyes yeah. and he describes a whole bunch of stuff happening 
and there's oh, the the I astronomer. Yeah. 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 If you want to pull that quote up. I do. Because it's a good one. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'll tell you something. I have a dream. A dream that someday a man will be judged by the number of galaxies he snuffed out of existence rather than the number of holiday costumes he's mm-hmm. made for his bunny. That's what I was doing on as I zip back and forth to the fair. A hurricane in the Indian Ocean. A marriage in Russia. A really annoying phoenix who just couldn't make up his mind. Mm-hmm. Was it that or was it something else? Mm. No, it was something else. I don't think it's like so. a full quote because... um. Yeah, there's a, there's a, yeah, right here, right here. Um, Because he talks about how, as a result of the slightest change in lunar gravity caused by the comet's crash, a wave off the coast of Pago Pago, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that, poured over a thousand newborn tortoises and enfolded them back into the warm sea. Oh, yeah. And then there's a couple other things. And it, and then it goes, a gentleman astronomer, a gentleman astronomer of Arabia saw the blast of two young stars in his telescope and fell from his stool backward, knocking his head, then called his assistants to his aid, including the assistant whose job it was to turn the dial each calendar day. And then it kind of goes on for a little bit. Um, and he goes, for the rest of us, I will say that when Chloe and whatever the fuck his name is, bumped into each other, I'm not going to say it, bumped into each other in the middle of the crowded fair. Their sudden love set off fireworks in space. It ushered in life in the tide. It was earth-shattering, and in a way, even time stopped for a while. The assistant finally remembered around midnight and snuck back into the madrasa in his night clothes to set the calendar right. So I just think, cute. like, it's just, it's that line, right, of, like, mm-hmm. poetic and funny that he's managing to walk really well. So well. And it makes, like, even though, like, the ending is sappy as fuck, it makes this book not as sappy as it could have been. Exactly, because it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, because if it was, like, if death was pretentious, it would have just been, like, oh, my fucking God. Like, shut up. Shut up. And also, it just, like, he has the whole bit about when things are corny. Yes. Right? Let me see if I can find that, because that was actually pretty good. I think I might have it. Yeah. Oh, I also really like the scientist joke. I'll read that when you find. This is just going to be me reading this whole book. I keep, like, looking for quotes and then finding ones that you've already, like, read i love having the same brain i love having the same brain okay what am i looking for again the corny quote and he's like and if it is corny because it's true then i you guys are too far gone or something they were tooth achingly cute like those pictures of kittens exploring an empty carton of french fries i once took a shot of mr bunzer um mr bunnersworth his rabbit licking a lettuce magnet on my fridge i had to delete it it was so sweet i almost got adult onset diabetes <laughs> uh, no that wasn't it that was just no damn that was just a good quote that was just funny yeah well while you're looking for that um sorry i was just looking at promo pics i took earlier today <laughs> oh so you weren't okay cool Well, i looked through all my p- pictures of quotes and you don't and have it like, that's fine i don't have it so um but there's this bit that he does about like a joke that Dora, who's like the receptionist oh, in the afterlife, she's hilarious. Um, and he's like, Yeah, there's this joke that she tells, and it goes, A group of scientists come together for a convention or symposium or whatever, and they say, You know, we've got all kinds of stuff figured out, what with nanomachines and genomes and cloning and everything. I bet if we put our heads together, we could build a human being better than God. So they go up to God and they say, God, you did pretty well with making us, but we think we've got you beat. And God thinks about it for a bit, and then he says, All right, why don't we have a contest? We'll each make a man and see whose is better. But let's do it the old way, Adam style, with nothing but dirt. So the scientists say they'll take the challenge. So they huddle together and they start fiddling the dirt, taking samples to see how they can genetically recombine it into a human when God says, whoa, whoa, whoa there. What do you think you're doing? Make your own dirt. 
Like, I fucking love that. That's so funny. Sorry. I laughed, like, a lot when I read that. Oh, well, you saw me reading this. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> just laughing. Just laughing the whole just time. Cackling the whole time. Yeah. For those who want to know, I showed up here tonight, and I was like, let's record. And Julia was like, let me actually just read this. <laughs> How um, about you actually um, watch Jeopardy with my dad? Well, I yeah. just finish this up real quick. You know what? I uh, Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> so. Um... I really wish I could find the the bit about things being corny, but I can't, and I'm not going to try anymore. So, okay. I just it's just, read the book and find it yourself. Yeah, exactly. Done. <laughs> things to find. It's a scavenger hunt. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. It's just like it's it's really it's really cute. It's really funny. It is very very sappy, but it's like it's just adorable. Yeah. And for a novella, really good. Really good. Like, it's not a lot of pages it's very short it was typed entirely on an iphone which i think is fucking incredible i think that's so funny especially because it was published in like 2010 like think about iphones Ooh, back then <laughs> yuck. yuck yuck yeah ew maybe 2012 i don't know but still it's like that's that's a teeny little iphone to be typing shit on with like the yeah. old keyboard Ugh, disgusting. yucky and the old notes app that looked like paper the yellow notes app that's so fucking <sighs> disgusting and he still said i will compose a masterpiece which i appreciate on the notes app you You know what that's why girls write poetry in the notes app because we know we We know it's there we know it's achievable poetry yeah is that the same notes app that apparently when you shake it it deletes stuff that's anytime you type on an iphone really it won't just delete it'll say do you want to undo your typing but I thought you like wrote a whole poem on your notes app and then it, you cross the street and then delete Cross the street, accidentally hit the button that said undo typing. Oh no. Yeah. 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 It was really cute. It was really Sorry, cute. I was it was say, imagine if that happened to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, I'd kill myself. I don't think it used to do that though. So maybe there was some merit to the old iPhone <laughs> composition. But yeah. So I don't know. Tell me more about this. What you thought? How you felt? I have thoughts and feelings. I think you liked the dwarves. Loved the dwarves. They were so funny. They were fucking hilarious. They were so much fun. I love dwarves. They're Land just pirates. Silly little guys. <gasps> Land pirates <laughs> almost made my top three. Yeah. Like, and just the way they're like, oh, these sea pirates are like upper class snobs. They don't yeah. know how good they got it. Oh, I'm like, oh my God. Fucking so white collar criminals funny. out here on the boats. <laughs> I mean, is it, are they wrong? No. No, absolutely not. Uh, the way the dwarves, like, they, like, pirate is they, like, jump into wheels and become, <laughs> yeah like, emergency brakes almost. And they're like, yeah. hey, you're simply not rolling anymore. Also, that whole scene about how the prince met Brutessa. Oh, my God. So funny. Fucking funny. Like, the whole thing is so funny. And yeah. the dwarves are just, like, oh, they're just so good. Yeah. And Brutessa. Hilarious. Only feels one emotion until she meets Giacomo. <laughs> and then it's like, I love you. Yeah. But it's, like, a very, like aggressive love because all she knows is aggression baby yeah okay we're working with two feelings here <laughs> and then when he almost dies she starts feeling a third feeling it's like whoa i have the emotional range of a teaspoon let's nice. bring yeah. it back you know yeah let's step back i really love the bit when she's like standing behind the prince on stage uh-huh. and he's all lit up like it's like a pop star yeah like he's got a little rave music going like but with drums and like all of the different dwarves are doing like strobe light effects somehow it's that fun. took it's... apparently like months to coordinate which is so hilarious to imagine trying to like coordinate a bunch of dwarves to like swing lights around like that's so fucking funny to me and chaotic yeah yeah because they're murder how dwarves. many times do you think they burn the fucking place down oh several yeah if not 12 yeah <laughs> yeah 12 is my final answer okay daniel cool. nairi please respond to me and tell me if i'm right um 
No, but when she's standing behind him and she's like able to like make like shadow puppets on the wall with her hands, and so but she's got like fucking I think you call these them cudgels, which first of all, fantastic word. Fantastic cudgels word. for hands, and all she can do is the moon falling on a baby octopus, <laughs> and then she finds out that she can do she's wheeling up a staircase. <laughs> what the hell? Like just the imagery. This woman is part of the artisanal fair. She is insane. I love her so much. Yeah, favorite character. Absolutely. I mean, no, but yes. Personally, yes. I I love Babo. Giovanni, whatever. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, but fucking Duchessa. I mean, yeah. She's great. I just, there's something about him that I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He's, I just, I love that he's like, well, okay, I guess you're in love now. That's fine. And then he pelts his son with marbles so fucking funny incredible no it was after he pelts like they're pelting yeah. each other with marbles and he's like no dad like it's love and he's like oh why didn't you say that it was love like, I, I, I wouldn't like, hit you with the marbles if you had said it was love the energy so and the fact that they like it's him and his son and like the italian countryside and like they just like live like fucking kings because everybody just treats them as like free help I thought they also live like kings, but also animals. Yeah, exactly. Which is definitely two Italian men in the countryside. Which I just think is fun. I, I, like, I love that. So What funny. a good energy. What a great, fun little moment. I was like, you guys are good. You guys are... They're fun. You're, yeah. Yeah. I was very envious of, like, their <laughs> life. I was like, yeah, I'd live with you. <laughs> you could hang out. You could, like, clean my rain gutters once a year, and I'll feed you, like, cookies. That's fine. <laughs> So, big fan. Why are your eyes coming out for that? I don't know. (laughs) Why are you crazy? Feeling a little insane. I'll tell you after. Um, I'm so scared. (laughs) No, but also, like, Pierre and Chloe were, like, kind of boring. They were so fucking lame. Like, I'm sorry. I guess what they need to be. I think. Yeah, I think so. Just restrained, uppity. Yeah. I'm not racist towards French people. Come on, you're in an Italian home. These are safe words to yeah, say. Yeah, but I can't say that. I'm from like the French border, but like not France, but like Quebec. Yuck. No, I'm... Oh, but I'm sure the I'll be murdered. I hate France. No, they don't. They like them? Well, they don't love them. But they are French, so yeah. There's a whole thing. Oh, that's <laughs> they are Francais. Anyway, blow. Um, back to blow. Back to blow. Always back to blow. Back to doing blow. Doing blow things. I think it's hilarious. I just think it's so funny to say. Um... No, they were just very, like, flat to me. Who recommended this to you when you were 14? No one. You I just, just saw it in Indigo, and I was like, yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. I don't know. The cover was interesting, and then I read the inside thing, and it was like, yeah, these are the three different stories, and they're written entirely on an iPhone. And I was like, okay. Cool. Cute. Yeah. Why are we asking? Just um, I was trying to change the subject and then you started talking about boring French people and I was like, ah, shit. Yes, we did have a Sorry. topic that we were talking about. Sorry. I've forgotten it. Go to your, go to your new topic. Was that, that the was question? The topic. Yeah, that that's was... fair. Please don't rattle my leaf bouquet. I had to make it for myself. So it's delicate. I rattled it. I'll make you a new one. Thank you. Probably not, but you know. I know. You didn't even make me one in my dream. You had a dream that I didn't make you a leaf bouquet? <laughs> I had a dream that lots of people made me leaf bouquets, but you were not one of them. Well, because you know I'm not going to touch dirty ground leaves. Okay. Like, I love you, but I'll get you flowers or something. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, touch dirty Why? leaves from the street <laughs> covered in mud. Okay. Fake friend, but okay. No, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> Right, we're on topic and we're doing blow. Mm, yeah, we're doing blow because we're on topic. 
This fucking episode's gonna sound like we did blow. Um, yeah, you can tell how many times I've read this by how fucking wrecked this is. Like, is it two times for you? Haha, <laughs> Katie destroys books. Don't be fucking rude. No, like, it's probably like 12, 10 or 12. That's so fun. Yeah. It's really good. I'm, I want to read the other stories. I'm you excited. should. You should. Are we doing that for this podcast? We could if you wanted to. Anyways, back to Blow. Back to Blow. Always back to Blow. Always back to Blow. She's so hard to get away from. So hard to get away from. Once you're in, it's hard to get out. You're addicted. Um, <laughs> hmm, damn. I'm, anyways. Uh, yeah. Vibes. Blow things. Vibes. Did you have a thing to go off about? Did you want to? Yeah, you wanna I'll go off. I was just gonna go offer to go off. About I would love blow. that. I would love if you could. Yes. Okay. So, my monologue is about modern fairy tales combined with the modern obsession with remaking classics. So, um, there were a lot. Like, Blow is very interesting because it's like composed of a lot of different fairy tales Mm -hmm. right like there's references to sleeping beauty but she's also like um i don't know like deathly pale and so i think there's some snow white there's a bit of snow white there is some like evocations of snow white and then he says sleeping beauty and i got confused because like you literally said it was a witch in the woods but okay um could be both could be both um, but it even, and of course there's Romeo and Juliet because they're star-crossed lovers. Yeah. We could. Warring families. You know. You know how it be. Yeah. Um, and it even goes as far back as the Odyssey. Because uh, the craftspeople try to stall yeah. their crafts. Um, yeah. To, like, save their lives. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's, that's Odyssey, right? Yeah. So I just find it's very interesting, especially when you come at it with the perspective that it was, like written on an iphone by like i think he was a refugee to america so i really think it's just like um like blow is like the epitome of like the american melting pot of like fairy tales Um, i love that yeah it's also like yeah yeah right yeah especially because not only does it is it like a melting pot of like the different fairy tales because it also like mentions hansel and gretel mm-hmm. and uh and, like there was this like a line that was boots. like no that was jeopardy sorry yeah that was jeopardy <laughs> there was a line that was like you know like the bavarian forests were like not a like a friendly place if you were in like the peppermint siding and you know gingerbread, gingerbread brick lane I've... no it was peppermint brick lane and, and gingerbread, gingerbread siding, siding business, business make yeah. it killing yeah which is fucking funny so fucking funny yeah um yeah and yeah. so i th- just really think that um that like those old fairy tales that are like the building blocks of a lot mm-hmm. of like american dynasties like disney yeah it's super interesting when you pair it with like churros and what was it like turkey legs and stuff like mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. disney parks and how like the crafts fair was kind of like an amalgamation mm-hmm. of a bunch of different fairy tales and it was in this setting that sold churros and turkey legs and they stick buy them and eat them yeah you know um and i just think it was like it's like very interesting and just the fact that it was written on an iphone is like even more interesting to me as like how american is that to write like an amalgamation of a bunch of different fairy tales uh on an iphone i think it's such like a thing about like mainstream pop culture right now yeah because like and the whole thing, the whole thing is that their art is, like, mid-tier home decor. So fucking Like, it funny. is, like, home sense bullshit, things that you see in your doctor's office waiting room. 
that like they're like yes this is our art and like you know to each their own to each their own i was gonna say no disrespect but like there's a there's a lot of disrespect that comes from me um yeah when you call that art but like i just think it's so funny to be like this is art like it's like that uh, like that like middle class mid-tier especially like post 2008 um american kind of like ideal basically combined with all of this stuff about like disney and you know mishmashing like fairy tales and like different things together you're so right this is such a statement. It's such a statement. And it's so interesting because it's, like, trying to modernize in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And I think the fact that they're single fathers is really interesting. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, feuding fathers is just so funny. So fucking funny. But just, like, single fathers is, like, modern and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, very, like, it's a different spin. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. you have Cinderella with the stepmother. And, yeah. like, there's a lot of, like, women's influence in fairy mm-hmm. tales and men aren't really, like, prevalent in fairy tales unless they're like um like the princess do you the think that has anything to do with the way that most fairy tales were preserved maybe because of like the oral tradition and usually it was like women storytellers yeah interesting sorry that just occurred to me no, but you're right you're right really there's mostly women like yeah. women in uh there's like a li- like it's weird because like they're like simultaneously like all women mm-hmm. except for like kind of like one like very one-dimensional like male character at the end coming in to save like the prince doesn't have a name usually yeah right that's charming yeah the even prince. here it's prince pimple dimple is his name which is fucking yeah. funny that's same so as charming funny, basically same thing right yeah but yeah no you're so right so it's like wild that we have this like very like multi-dimensional even though pierre was very flat very like multi-dimensional like figures yeah of men and to, like, further go into, like, the American, like, stereotype, mm-hmm. and they mentioned Hallmark by name. And oh, I'm my God, thinking, yeah. Like, this would be the funniest Hallmark movie. Like, imagine, like, yeah. dear Hallmark, um, do you want to produce this for us? Would you? No, they'd make it gross. Well, they wouldn't be able to kiss. Yeah. Until, like, there's a formula they, for Hallmark yeah. movies. And yeah. It would just, like, follow it and it would be bad. But it would, it would be, be very bad. I mean, yeah. It'd be funny in the fact that it was so fucking terrible. Like The Room. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's just, like, coming together to form one story that is just, like, the goofy and unintelligent, unintelligent, not the American dream, but the American norm. Yeah. Or, oh, like, this yeah. warped, like, 2000s American dream. Yeah, because it's, like, early, like, 2010s, mm-hmm. right? So, like, coming right out of that, like, this Post very... bubble burst. Yeah, like, very, like, middle class America. American dream. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. You're a genius. Did you know that? Thank you. Holy shit. Wow. I'm literally in awe. Like, I don't know what to say. I feel like you've just delivered a fantastic lecture, actually. Thank you Julia. so much. Wonderful presentation. I have nothing but, like, agreement. Yay! Holy shit. Well, yeah. you did contribute to it. Joking. You just expanded my third eye is really what's happening. Like, I'm like, oh my god, I see this in a different light. Now I have to reread it immediately. Yeah. Cut the recording. This has been another episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Genius shit. Genius shit. Thank you. Wow. Um, also, this is what I would write my essay off. I kind of started with the essay and yeah. then I just expanded it further into yeah. the monologue because I didn't touch on a lot of the stuff um, that I touched on in my monologue. But basically, I was just going to call it like modern fairy tales and analysis of the fairy tales that make up blow. Um, mm. And I just, it's like, yeah. I just want to, like, see really how they were changed. Like, yeah. the Snow White, like, yeah. basically how, like, 
like because it, it's like um no this would be a better title but like star-crossed fairy tales and like Fun. how snow white met i don't know what giacomo's would be but it's definitely like tarzan i think they mentioned they think they mentioned tarzan but he's more of like a um like he's like a later like 1800s Mm. rather than like a classical folktale i'm thinking of something along the lines of like there's one there's one about like a young boy who lives with like his dad or something but like i can't remember i read a bunch of fairy tales for this like children's like class i took earlier oh, yeah, this year yeah, yeah. and i honest to god like i want to say that there is one but i can't remember jack and the no jack yeah jack and the giant killer is kind of okay jack giacomo yeah because, I mean, he doesn't stay with his dad the whole time, but he does, I don't know, that's kind of the closest that I can come up with on the spot. Yeah, on the spot, cool. Yeah, just so that you have prep for when you actually 100% write this essay for real. Yeah, for sure, I'm definitely going to write this 100% for real. Yeah, it's not just that we come up with really good essay titles and then have to fill them with actual content. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. On a daily basis, it's fine. Daily? It's getting there. True. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. midterm season yeah. love it we love to see it what would you write I love that on? I love that thank you um yeah mine would be death and love stories examining Aww. mainstays in western media can you say that again because I was too busy to go yeah thank you uh examining mainstays in western media because it's kind of like I death and taxes it. are like the only constants right like yes, that's a saying yeah and so but I think like in western media it's like death and love stories and, like, he talks all the time about, like, different portrayals of death and, like, how we're so obsessed with it as a culture. Yes. Right? And obsessed with portraying it as a culture. But we're also obsessed with, like, love stories like this. Like, a Romeo and Juliet trope. They die at the end. They die at it the end. It goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Or, like, they're star-crossed. There's something that, like, prevent, like, forbidden love kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, a Romeo and Juliet, t- like, style situation. Mm-hmm. We're obsessed with those. We are. For good reason. They're fucking fantastic. But I think, it, like, examining the fact that, like, these two things are, constant. are constants, you know? And just, like, I want to think about, like, how this relates to other pieces of media that also deal with death and love stories. Because I just, I think it's really interesting that they are kind of, like, the two things that you can count on to be in some form of content that comes out of Western media. I love it. I love it. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. I love this. I love this novella. It's a really, it's really cute. It's short. And like, this is like a weird little collection of like four novellas. And honestly, like, this might be my favorite. This might be the strongest. I'm not going to say that. But I just love it. I just love it. It's just, Daniel Neary really, he, like, I've said it a few times, but he manages to walk that line between like sappy, poetic, and like funny as hell. (laughs) And I have so much respect for anybody who can manage to do that, you know? Like as 100%. a writer, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are my final thoughts. Respect. Hell yeah. Thank you. You? Um, I think this was one of the most refreshing takes on Romeo and Juliet I've yeah. ever witnessed or read. Yeah. It was just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. It just feels new. It does feel so yeah. new. I really think, like, as much as like we. Hated on death a little bit. Uh, it was a very yeah. interesting because he is the main character mm-hmm. and one of the most memorable characters of the real, like the actual Romeo and Juliet, right? Yeah. And so to personify him and give him such an integral role is very fun and fresh and funky. Yeah. And it's a fresh take on death. Like it's not the typical yeah. one. Yeah. Which takes you off guard, I will admit. But yes. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's fun. It's just a fun book. I'm it's so a fun agree book. With you. And it's like not even that long, so you should read it. Yeah. 
Julia did today while I sat in her home. Like, yes. basically start to finish, almost. Anyways, this has been another episode of Getting Literate. Cheers. I'm Julia. Good night. Sleep tight. Go eat some sticks tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>